0: Welcome to episode four of The Graham Cochran Show, where I'm here to help you build an online business, work less, and live and give more. I'm your host, Graham Cochran. Honored to spend some time with you today. We're gonna talk about why you should be giving your best stuff away for free. But before we jump into the content today, can I just pause a moment to publicly thank you? I, I need to thank you for... Not only listening to the first few episodes when this podcast launched a week ago, but going over to iTunes, which is what I asked you to do, and leaving me a review. Because so many of you have done that, that within 24 hours, this baby little brand new podcast was starting to show up on the iTunes New and Noteworthy under Business and then under Careers. And then within 48 hours, this show has been sitting on the front page of the iTunes New and Noteworthy for All Business Podcasts. And it's fluctuated here or there, but just about every day in the last week, it is on the front page of iTunes Business Podcasts, New and Noteworthy. That is insane. Um, I have been blown away by the response. How many of you are listening? And then what you are saying in your reviews. I, I get emails from you, I I see comments from you on YouTube videos uh, on on past content, but this podcast has struck a chord. Like I thought, I was feeling good about doing this. It's something I really wanted to do. I enjoyed putting together the first few episodes. I was excited to share it with you, and I thought that many of you would find it valuable as well. I had no idea just how many of you would be impacted and touched by. Even the, just the first three episodes, uh, I've been reading every single review um, you all have been leaving on iTunes, and um, this past week has been the most encouraging week in a long time in terms of really hearing w- what you think. Um, I'm blown away. Here, uh, there's a ton of reviews. I, here's one uh, that I wanted to share with you uh, by Creative Goddess, so I'm guessing it's a lady. Uh Her title for my review uh, was, If You're Procrastinating, This Podcast Will Cure You. Uh, And here's what Creative Goddess said. And here I thought with my marketing background, I knew everything about building a successful business and bringing in customers. Wow. I found so many nuggets of wisdom and inspiration. I felt Graham was talking to me. I've immediately changed my procrastinating behaviors and moved forward with an idea that's been brewing for two years. I'm completely set up. My husband is 100% supportive of me taking time after work to be in my studio to create. Sounds like a good husband. I have no reason whatsoever to not proceed. I'm ready now thanks to the push and excitement I got listening to Graham. I'm convinced, still, the review's still going. I'm convinced my business fulfills my higher purpose to help others, not only with the service I offer, but with my financial rewards. This podcast will encourage you to get yourself started, build momentum, build an audience, ultimately that you are in control of your financial future. Thank you. Please keep making more episodes. Oh, man. Thank you, creative goddess, whoever you are. And to all of you that have left reviews just like this, this is exactly why I'm doing this show. This show is not just for beginners, although it is perfect for you if you're a beginner. This show is for anyone who needs to be pushed, who needs that bit of encouragement, that bit of direction, it's for anyone who needs a cheerleader cheering them on, showing you that there is a way to not only change your life financially, which is a big thing, to buy back your time and your freedom, which is huge, even more valuable than money, but probably even more powerful than those two things to build a business that actually, get this, actually makes the world a slightly better place. What a concept. What a concept if we would all just build the businesses that we feel led to build to impact the world, serve the world, make the world a slightly better place in whatever niche you're in, and have positive influence on the internet, There's so much negativity. There's so much useless garbage. There's so much selfishness. What if all of you listening had the courage to go out there and build your business and go make a difference in the world? It sounds cheesy, but this is, I think, the the way we change the world is through entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship creates jobs, yes. It stimulates the economy because we all pay taxes. Hey, I pay a lot of taxes, yes. But you know what entrepreneurship does is it puts a focus on others. To be a successful business owner, you have to, have to shift your focus off of yourself and onto others. Even if you have selfish motives in the beginning to start a business, the only way your business will get off the ground and thrive is if you have an others focus. And uh, man, if all of us did that, how much more cool would this world be? So anyway, that was a little bit of a tangent. I'm just been blown away all you listening, and I want to thank you because I've gotten so much feedback from you. So many emails, so many text messages, DMs, uh, and then all the reviews here on iTunes. And hey, if you play on Google Playland or you listen to this on Spotify, uh, or even if you're watching on YouTube, I still love you. It doesn't mean that I don't love you. It's just the algorithm for podcasts. The big one is on iTunes. And if you can wander over there and still haven't left me a review, if you have found even one episode so far valuable, would you do that? If you haven't found any of it valuable, you can just keep your comments to yourself. Yes, but today, today, my friend, I want to answer a very big question I get all the time. I literally got it even last week when this episode, uh, excuse me, when this podcast went live, which is... Um, if you've paid attention to my business model or anyone who does similar stuff online, the question you might get or have is something like this. Graham, how can you give your content away for free and still sell courses and memberships? There's a lot of variations of this question. But the idea is if I give my content away, what do I have left to sell? Or the flip is, Okay, if I have a course and a membership with all my good content, then what do I give away for free? Um, what I want to do is, is prove to you and make the case to you today that if you want a fabulously successful business, you should be giving your best stuff away for free. I want to make that case for you. Uh, I want to show you why that works. So I'm not just going to tell you to do it and assume you'll figure it out why this works how you can still give your best stuff away for free and still sell a ton. Um, but before we do that, let's compare it to what a lot of people are doing right now. And maybe what you're struggling with, uh, maybe the tension that you have right now with like how much do I give away for free? Maybe you're withholding a little bit. Here's what a lot of people do online. Uh, they give teaser content. So teaser content. So teaser content is... You know, it's light, um, it's conceptual in nature. Um, It always leads you to want to dive deeper, which is the point. It teases you, okay? Um, And generally, by the end of the article or the video or the podcast, if it's teaser content, you're hooked, you're liking it. Uh, and you're waiting for that golden nugget uh, or actionable step or strategy or the details of the thing he or she is describing. And when you get to the end, you're hoping they're about to drop the truth, you realize it's actually the end of the content and what they're asking you to do is buy their thing or join their course or join their membership um, or join the premium version of their community to actually get the answer, okay? the problem is that this kind of actually works. It's it's not a a false model. It's actually a model that works. So plenty of people do this. Um, so because I say that's a problem because you might see that and say, well, then maybe that's what I should do, or you assume that's what people do. Is you you know you got to reserve your best stuff for your paid courses or your memberships if you do digital products, but you you you, you just give out you know just just enough to to get them excited and to want to dive in deeper and and people make plenty of money doing this. I'm gonna make the case for you in a second that it's actually limiting how much money they can make and how well they could grow their business, but I'm also going to tell you fundamentally philosophically, I don't believe in this model um, it's It's more akin to good sales copy, good sales copy. Let's say you're reading a sales page for a course or membership. Good sales copy, meaning the words that are being said in the video or all written down on the page, should educate. There should be content related to it, um, but they really are teaser in nature. Meaning they're they're addressing a pain point, they're addressing a desire that you have. They're getting they're qualifying you basically. They're 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 figuring out if you're dialed into this or not. So you're like, yes, yes, this is what I need. Yes, this is who I am. This is for me. That's my problem. Yes, yes, yes. Preach, preach or speak in my language. And that all, if written well and created well and crafted well, should lead the person to see your product, course, membership, coaching, whatever, as the solution, right? So uh, that's, that's selling. That's fine. I just don't want my content to be selling. I want my content to be um, self-contained and amazing. Let me, let me dive in. Here's what I think smart people are doing. They're giving away their best stuff. Their best stuff, okay? Um, they're giving it away regularly. It's not just a one-time thing. Regularly, relentless commitment to giving away your best stuff. And in doing this, they're serving not just their paying customers, which any business should serve their paying customers, but they're serving those who only and maybe will ever only ingest their free stuff. Smart people give away their best stuff. They give it away regularly and they serve their, you could call them freeloaders. I don't call them that. I call them students. They just don't happen to be students of my paid material. They're just students of my free material. Like you, if you're listening to this podcast, you're still my student if you're consuming my content and hopefully taking action on it, you're a student of mine. This is free. That's the beauty of, of podcast. These, these things are free. So you're not a paid student unless you are a paid student as well. But right now, you're ingesting free content. I still want to serve you. Why, why does this work? Well, two things. Before we jump into the three reasons why this works, um, here's my philosophy on, on content. And I've I've had this from day one, and I'm grateful that I didn't know any other way because uh, I didn't have this tension, and I've never really had this tension. The internet is a vast place, right? There's so much content out there. You know, your content, whatever you're building, whatever you have, whatever you hope to build, the stark cold truth, the stark reality of it is that it's going to get lost in a sea of billions of other pieces of content and more coming online every single minute. So the reality is that the internet is a crowded place and it's only getting more crowded. If that's true, and we have to look at reality as it is, not as we would like it to be, but as it is, if the reality of the internet is that it's crazy, crazy crowded and flooded and oversaturated, then if someone stumbles upon your website or your video or your podcast, you're lucky that they even found you. Now, even if you're doing all the things that I tell you to do to strategically get people on your site, you still count your blessings when somebody finds a piece of content because there's so much other content vying for their attention. So the fact that they found you is a miracle, okay? Um. And I don't want you to ever take that for granted. Okay, let's assume somebody stumbles across your piece of content. You are lucky that they are even there. We cannot assume, and you should not assume, that they are ever coming back. There's just too many websites. There's too many people to follow. Too many podcasts to listen to. Too many uh, YouTube channels, right? Too much. And then on top of that, they're too busy. Even if there wasn't as much content, their life offline, in the real world, uh, is busy. Just like your life is busy. Family, work, school, errands, replacing the air filters in your house. What, you know, you got to go to Home Depot. There's always something to do, right? My life's busy, your life's busy. So their lives are busy. The likelihood of them coming back, even if they found a resource of in you that they thought was good, are very slim. Uh, so... I don't have the chance to to make a bad first impression or put a better way, this is my one chance to truly add value to them. I cannot assume that they're going to consume lots of my content or even join my email list, which is something you should get them to do more than anything, Uh, especially not buy. We just can't assume any of those. Those are things that maybe come down the line. We have to make sure that our potential one and only interaction with them is amazing, is absolutely amazing. So it made sense to me back in 2009 when I started this whole thing, that if somebody found an article of mine or found a video of mine, it better be amazing. It better change their life in some small way. Now change their life is a bold promise, but I don't think it's that hard to change somebody's life in a small way for the better. I don't want my content to be vague or teaser or fluff or light or like so much content out there that's all just a rehash of what everyone else is saying uh, it's, it's like is this even original it doesn't sound original because I'm pretty sure I've read this article or this list of top 10 ways to grow my YouTube channel like a million times it, you know that is that's, that's how you don't get noticed so how you get noticed and the way I viewed it was I'm lucky they found my stuff it might be one 10 minute video on YouTube it might be one you know, thousand word article. I want to make sure that their time reading it or watching it was worth it. So I'm going to, I can't teach everything, but the one thing I'm going to teach or the one concept I'm going to explain or the one trick I'm going to show, I'm going to show it all. I'm going to show it all so that they're like, wow, this was really good. Now they might never come back. They might not opt into my email list. They might never buy. They might forget. But if they ever... Run into my brand again in two or three years, or hear somebody else mention it, or see an article or video of mine reshared, they might actually remember their experience with my content and go, Man, that guy at the recording revolution, that was legit stuff. That is my goal with every piece of content that it's self contained goodness. It can't be just a little part well, you gotta watch all 10 to get, no, we don't have time for them to watch all 10. They're not gonna watch all 10, right? Like you, you know, unless you're awesome and you're a super fan and I hope you are, I can't assume you're gonna listen to every episode of this podcast. That's what content creators do, by the way. I coach a lot of content creators and business owners and they may not articulate it this way, but they create content in such a way that they assume everyone has watched every single thing they've ever done or read every article they've ever written or listened to all of their podcasts. And that leads to all kinds of nonsense. Like, well, I can't talk about that topic because I already talked about that in episode 136 two years ago. Nobody remembers. Nobody even listened to it, I bet. And even if they did You can never talk about your key pieces of content or topics in your niche too much. That's the whole point of teaching. You've never covered it all. So there's this weird thing, like we assume everybody has listened to everything. They haven't. They pick and choose. It's an a la carte world. I'm just one dish in the buffet of podcasts. So I'm lucky if they grab one French fry out of my buffet and eat it. It better be a delicious delicious French fry, Right. Uh, now I'm getting hungry. So does that make sense? That's that's part of the goal is you want every piece of content to be self-contained and amazing. And here is why you're giving away your best stuff works. I'm going to give you three reasons why it works. Uh, and then I'm going to help you understand how you can still give away your best stuff and still sell courses and memberships because there's a difference. I, I want to explain that difference to you because I get that question a lot. Like, well, what's what's in your courses, Graham, versus your you know your free stuff? And we'll get to that. Okay. Number one reason, number one reason why you want to give your best stuff away is that the more you give away, the more people you attract. Okay. Can we all agree that in order to grow your business, you need uh, more customers, right? You need more people to see what you're doing, to hear about you, to know about you. Uh, we call this marketing, right? Marketing is a huge industry for every brand, Coke, Home Depot, Apple, the Graham Cochran brand. We're all marketing, meaning we, we we get the best product or service in the world at the best price in the world. But if nobody knows about it, then we don't make any money and our people aren't served. So we got to somehow get the word out. That's what marketing is, is getting the word out. So when we think about marketing, or let me ask you, when you think about marketing, what comes to mind? If you're like most people these days, it's things like Facebook ads, Facebook ads. Okay, I'm not trying to hate on Facebook ads, but that's a really pathetic thing to think about when it comes to marketing. It's lazy. It's lazy, and there's nothing wrong with Facebook ads, but it's just a a a way to market, but it's a shallow, lazy way to market. Uh, it's not the full. Um. Full definition of marketing. All Facebook ads are is buying an ad to interrupt somebody's experience on the platform of Facebook or Instagram because of the same thing and insert yourself into the world saying, hey, look at me, I've got this thing, okay? Now, I'm not going to talk about the effectiveness of Facebook ads in this episode. Maybe we can talk about that later. But I'm just explaining the concept of Facebook ads. A Facebook ad is not marketing. It is a tool that you can use to get your message out whether it's the best tool or not, um, is for us to decide at another point. Let me tell you what I think a more effective tool for marketing is, and that is content. Now you could argue that you can use content in Facebook ads and the best Facebook ads are good content, but true content podcasts like this, YouTube videos, Facebook lives, which are better than ads, by the way, uh, Articles, blog articles, right? Any of that stuff, um, articles on LinkedIn, that is content. So content, and I believe content is the best kind of marketing, we call it content marketing, is so valuable because it doesn't interrupt someone's experience. In fact, it, it gives them what they're looking for. It is what they're looking for. It shows up when they're looking for it by nature. If you create articles and videos, they show up on Google and YouTube when people are looking for that type of content. They find it, they consume it, they love it. It's the beginning of your funnel. Now, if you're committed to making amazing free content, you can grow your audience bigger and faster than any ad campaign or any other type of marketing. Because, and that's why I'm saying, if you do content marketing, meaning if you commit to putting out content, it really only works if you just go for it. You can't just throw out an article here or there or a video once a month. You got to just open-handedly dish out your best stuff. But the reason this is going to attract your audience bigger and better is because every article you put out stays out there forever and Google will crawl it and bring people to your site. Every video you put out on YouTube stays on there forever and will draw people to you with the right keywords when they're searching for it. You make the content once, if it's good and relevant, it will serve you, the content creator, for years and decades to come. This is the the backbone of my business. I have videos and articles that I did literally nine, 10 years ago that still to this day send people to my site, put them into my funnel, they hear about my products and I eventually can buy. So the more content you put out, the more people you will attract. And I want to give you a specific example. When I started the recording revolution, I was putting out three pieces of content a week, two articles, one video. Uh, and I did that for four years straight. I've since backed off to two pieces of content a week and now one piece of content a week, about a decade in. But it was always three pieces of content for the first four years. And I was starting and it was slow growing, but I was getting some traction. You know, we We're making a little bit of money, but nothing crazy in 2011, I decided to do something crazy. I wanted to do an experiment just to see if more content more often would make a difference. So I committed to doing a a series where I would put out one video a day for an entire month, the entire month of May. So there's 31 days in May. That's 31 videos in 31 straight days. And I thought I'd theme them all together around my most popular, most relevant topic, which is called mixing. It's one process in making your music sound awesome. So I was going to give 31 mixing tips and I called it five minutes to a better mix. So they'd all just be five minute videos, nothing super long and in depth, but not teaser content. Every single video would teach you one trick or one technique. So I had to come up with 31. It was hard at first to come up with 31 techniques or tips Um, or strategies that they could implement, and then show them how they could work, knowing that not all 31 would be helpful to everybody, but maybe you get 10 or 15 out of them that you could go use, which would be amazing. And so I I batch filmed them all and was going to drip them out one a day, every day for the month of May. Now, at this time, I had joined a little mastermind, a little group of like-minded audio engineer, podcaster, blogger, YouTuber, Content creators and somebody was like, "Hey, we're all doing similar things. Let's all jump on Skype calls once every two weeks or something, and let's talk about our businesses and encourage each other." Which is a great idea. It's called a mastermind, and I think you should be a part of someone, one of those it, people that are in a similar space to you, um, so you can help each other along the way. The problem was, is I realized after one or two calls that I do not share the same worldview, or really, more importantly. In, in this case, to make our time worth it, business philosophy, business worldview. Uh, and this came up because I was mentioning this uh, this series I'm doing. I'm doing these 31 videos in 31 days. And one of the guys in the group said, Graham, I gotta be honest with you, man. He basically said, let me help you out. You know when someone tries to give you advice and you're like, oh gosh, this, no, this is not gonna be good. He's like, let, let me help you, Graham. You're giving too much content away, bro. You're giving too much content away, he said. He's like, bro, 31 five-minute videos is like two and a half hours of content. That's that's a whole course. You, you should be selling this. You're giving too much away. He basically felt bad for me because he thought I was giving away the farm and now I'd have nothing to sell. And he was kind of like sad for me. What he didn't realize And I only had a hunch on, I didn't know for sure at the time, but we found out in a few more weeks. What he didn't realize is that it is because I give so much away that I'm able to make so much money. Let me give you the real stats. At the end of those 31 days after that series was over, my web traffic, just number of unique hits to my website every day, doubled. One month to the next... Doubled. So if you imagine, I'm looking at my Google, Google Analytics for a year and a half, it's like just steady, 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 steady. I can pretty much predict it. Maybe it's growing a little bit. One month to the next, doubles. And then it stayed up. It didn't crash back down. Why was that? Because when I put out so much content, A, there was more for YouTube to crawl and Google to crawl. B, YouTube loves to see multiple uploads a week. It It bumps you up in the algorithm. D, or I don't know what letter I'm on, when you do something crazy like this, where there's like a whole series and there's like a ton of content, it's like almost like an event, people talk about it. People were sharing on Twitter and Facebook, hey, there's this guy on YouTube putting out a mix tip every single day this month, you should go check it out, you should go see what he's doing. Um, It was like a thing, so people were talking about it, sharing it, the more content you have out there, the more there is for people to share, so basically, it got the word out and got more eyeballs on what I was doing. And then, of course, they like they didn't know I existed before, and now they know I exist, and so they kept coming to my website, checking out more stuff. I now do that every single month now. I did it two more times as an experiment. Each time, my traffic doubled. But the point was, is that was a microcosm of what I've committed to, which is the long game of online business, which is content. The more I give for free, yes, it could have been bundled into a product. Yes, it could have been sold the faster and the wider and the bigger I grow my audience. I, and I don't mean this to brag, but in the audio recording space online, which I didn't know was a thing when I started, and it's relatively small compared to, let's say, the business niche, which I'm in here now. uh, My brand is one of the largest, if not the largest in terms of audience size in our niche. And it's not because of when I started, although that helps because there's newer newer resources, but I wasn't the first to 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 the space. There was plenty of others. I'm bigger than a lot of the trade magazines that I followed for years. The reason is the relentless commitment to putting out so much content. You can't not find me. That's, it's like saturation, like I'm everywhere. Um, and you could do this for free. You don't have to pay Facebook to, to be everywhere if you commit to content, you can be everywhere. So if you want more eyeballs, give away more of your best stuff. Second reason this works is the more you give, the more loyal and hungry your audience becomes. So yes, you can attract eyeballs with, let's say Facebook ads or any other ads, but when you put out really good stuff and you put out a ton of it, you not only get eyeballs or get an audience on your thing, you get high quality people, people who are super loyal, who are super engaged and super hungry for more. Okay, it's, you know, I, I hate to joke about drugs, but, you know, a drug, good drug dealers know if you really want to hook somebody, you don't give them the, the watered down mixture, right? You give them the, the pure stuff. Give them the good stuff. A little taste of the real thing will hook them, right? Um, so there's something to be said about, do you want a lot of people knowing about you or do you want a lot of loyal people who are hungry for more of what you have to offer? That's what I'm after. I'm after an audience that feels like, man, this guy just continues to give really good stuff away. Um, I have students, this is, this is something I'm very proud of. And this is like an indicator for me, uh, that I'm on the right track. I have students almost weekly who email me, who say, Hey, I just want to say, I've never bought any of your stuff. And I feel really guilty about it <laughs> because I have used a ton of your free stuff And this is the results I've gotten I've done this, I've gotten that, you know, I'm making money in my studio now or I got a Grammy or I got this just from watching your YouTube videos. Amazing results my students get from my free stuff and they feel this twinge of guilt, right? Because they never paid me for anything. That's when I know I'm doing my job because there's two things happening. One, it shows that my free content is good enough that people can run with it and change their lives. And that's awesome because I just pride myself on that Two. They know that's awesome. And they they feel a little guilty that they've taken something so valuable from me and not exchanged anything for it. They feel like they're almost taking advantage of me. Do people feel like they're taking advantage of you when they consume your content? If they don't, maybe your content's not really that valuable. Something to think about. You should be putting out stuff in the world that people are like, I can't believe she shares this for free. It builds so much trust and loyalty when you do that. And it makes them wonder if this is how good her free stuff is. Can't imagine what her paid stuff is like, which we'll get to in a second. That's a good place to be. Again, I don't want people to feel bad if they don't buy any of my stuff. Sometimes people can't afford my stuff. And I tell them, hey, don't feel bad. You come back when you can't afford it. Or you know what? Just run with the free stuff. But it just means the world to me that you consume my content and you put it into action and you get results and that you tell me about it. That's all a teacher wants is to know that their students are using what they've taught them to make their lives better. And here's the third reason why giving your best stuff away for free works. It shows the world and proves that you're legit. Credibility is so important, right? Because the internet is so vast, going back to one of our first points, because the internet is so vast and there's a sea of of copycats and everyone and their mom is is creating content, that doesn't mean you shouldn't. It, by the way, a little side tangent. If you think like, well, everyone's already talking about it. I don't want to be another voice. That's just a that's an excuse. It's a lame excuse for you to not have to do something hard or challenging. It's, And I can say that to you as a big brother or little brother, depending on how old you are. Because I have made that same excuse. I almost didn't start this podcast because of that same excuse. I almost didn't start this brand a year and a half ago teaching online business because of that same lame excuse. Well, there's already so many great people teaching business. You know, I don't want to be another stupid voice in the sea of nothing. That's just lame. That's lame. It's not lame if you truly are just going to be another pointless copycat voice. Then yeah, maybe just please stop adding to the noise. But you're not going to do that. I know you're not going to do that because you're listening to this podcast and I'm not going to let you do that. The world needs more voices if they're voices of clarity and voices of humility and voices of leadership and voices of generosity and voices of selflessness and voices of change for the common good. Yeah, we need your voice. So be one of those. Don't be just another voice. Be a legit voice because when you do that, it proves that you're not just a copycat teaser, fluff, light content creator just trying to make some passive income. No, that's not what we're after here. It proves that you're legit. That's the thing. There's so many people out there talking blah, 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 10 tips to this, 30 tips to this, the five biggest mistakes of this. If you just do that light stuff, those listicles all the time, whatever it is, if you just play it light and safe, you're not going to stand out. Why should anybody trust you? You just sound like everybody else. You know a way to stand out and prove that you're legit? Give away your best stuff. Give away the stuff that other people are bundling into a crappy product and selling. Give it away. People will say, oh my goodness, this person is legit. This person's legit. Good example, who, someone who does this well, um, two examples. Uh, Ramit Sethi, brilliant author, blogger. He writes uh, at his blog, IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com, which used to be a personal finance blog, and now it's evolved into entrepreneurship and uh, negotiating your salary and a bunch of other things. And he also created GrowthLab.com. Brilliant guy, cool guy. I've actually been able to meet him. Um, and and I've I've taken a bunch of his courses. I mean, his stuff is amazing. He He's just a, a genius. He's one of those rare geniuses. Um, and, and he's a good example of the content thing. He has this relentless pursuit of like making the most ridiculously helpful, actionable content for free. He actually has a mantra that he tries to make his free stuff better than other people's paid stuff. And I think he does that. He does that really, really well. So you consume his free stuff and, and you're like, dude, I, I should totally buy his paid stuff. And his paid stuff is even better. Another great example recently is a guy named Stu McLaren. Um, Stu McLaren has a great product called Tribe, which is all about membership sites. Um, But he was launching it recently. He opens and closes the course. And before he did it, he was doing a very Jeff Walker launch style, pre-launch thing where he teaches a lot of the content. And he was giving away some of the, the secret sauces to his course for free for like two weeks. And dude, it just makes you want to pull out your wallet and buy the thing when it comes out because you're like, oh my gosh, he's giving away the farm. There's that, there's something so attractive of that generous spirit where you you realize that this person's not holding back and they they truly want you to have the best stuff. So just know that it proves that you're legit. It shows that you know what you're talking about. It's social proof. It's so important to stand out. And you you can't do that if you hold back your content. So Yeah, 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 Graham, that's nice. As we wrap this stuff up, you might be saying, so I don't get it though. If I commit to this, let's say you believe me and I hope you do. Let's say you take me up on this and you're gonna, the moment you turn off this podcast, you're gonna commit to relentlessly giving away not only a ton of content, but your best stuff for free. And you're gonna commit to it for a decade plus, okay? Which is what you should do if you wanna be successful. The question that still is probably lurking in your mind is then what do I sell? Or if I already have a course or membership, how do I sell that if I've already given away my best stuff for free? Let me explain to you something. Um, Let's talk about how you can still sell your courses and memberships. And this is gonna be helpful because I think this is gonna help you differentiate what your course is versus your free stuff. Good courses and memberships, and I view them as the same, they, they are slightly different and have slightly different pros and cons, but at, at their core, they're doing similar things. They're, they're getting people from point A to point B, and that's the first point, is a good course of membership. What they are, are step-by-step, hand-holding blueprints to get somebody from point A to point B. They're transformation products, They're not just information, they're transformation products that take somebody from where they are, pain point, to where they want to be, desired result or dream, and everything in between is spoken for and laid out clearly in a step-by-step, hand-holding, blueprint kind of way. This is the difference between a fitness expert online who has helpful tips on how to build your leg muscles, how to build a strong core, what to eat in the mornings, all of these great you know, pieces of free content. The difference between all of that, and you could consume it and it's all helpful, and if you buy that person's 90-day body transformation course, okay? Which, let's use a good example, the real world would be something like P90X from Beachbody, right? Tony Horton's P90X program, maybe the best-selling fitness program of all time. I don't know where it ranks, but one of the best sellings fitness programs. You could watch, let's say Tony Horton, give you a ton of great content online for free. But it's all random tactics or random ideas that it's your job to curate them and follow them closely. And you can get value out of them. It's not that you can't. But P90X, when you buy it, what do you get? You get DVDs or online streaming that tells you Do this workout today, and this is what it looks like. Then tomorrow, do this. Then on day three, do this. Then on day 37, you're doing this. Day one, eat this. Day two, eat that. They take out all the guesswork. They show you what to do every single step of the way to get you from where you are, out of shape, flabby, to where you want to be, rock hard body, right? and great cardio health. There's no like, hey, these are the workouts and here's a food idea. It's follow the plan. Don't even think, just show up. Just show up. Literally, Tony Horton says in p x just press play. We'll tell you what to do. That's what your products should be. That's what your course or membership should be. Just press play and I'll tell you what to do. Every step of the way. Okay, so, so important. The other thing that good courses and memberships offer that your free training doesn't is more intensive training because you can go deeper. You can go deeper in a course that's three hours long. You can go deeper in a membership that never ends. This is why they're so valuable. We can go way deeper in my memberships than we can on YouTube, than even we can on a podcast. Just the nature of the format, the amount of time, Right, like like you can, you can listen to somebody on a TED. You could listen to your most favorite author, speaker, educator, thought leader on an 18-minute TED Talk. And it can be amazing, right? TED Talks are incredible. 18 minutes, jam-packed with life-changing ideas. That's one way to consume information. But what if you were to sit down with that thought leader, author, teacher, celebrity, whoever, every Tuesday for lunch, for three years, do you think you would get more value out of that ongoing mentorship experience than you would in an 18-minute TED Talk? You better believe you would. Why? Because you can go deeper. It's more intensive. That's what you're selling as well with your courses and memberships. It's not just, even if you're talking about some of the same content, the format allows you to go deeper into the content, and there's nuances there that you don't get in an 18-minute TED Talk or even in a 200-page book. Thirdly, good courses and memberships, and this might be the most important one, they sell access. They sell access to you, the course creator, not just knowledge. You're thinking that your course is all about knowledge. And so the reason why you're afraid to give away your best stuff for free is that you're like, I've given away the thing. I've given away the knowledge. Now, what knowledge do I have left to sell? That shows a gross misunderstanding of what it is we sell when we sell memberships and courses. We're not selling knowledge, although knowledge is a part of it. We're selling access to us. In today's modern landscape of YouTube, everything you, everything you could ever want to learn is on YouTube or Google right google university university of google it's all free you can learn anything you want for free this podcast i'm cha- i'm going to teach you everything you need to know for free but do you have access to me in this podcast not really it's kind of one way you can listen and learn and i hey don't get me wrong this is how i learn really well i learn great from books because i listen I learn, I read, and I apply. It's not that this is an invaluable or unvaluable or non-valuable, you tell me what the word is, resource or format. It's just that access to me, meaning if you were in a coaching program of mine, if you were in a group coaching class of mine, if you were in a membership of mine where we're doing live Q and A's and I'm interacting inside the community, answering your questions, that access to me is a whole different thing than just you hearing my content and my knowledge, right? That's what people are, think about that for you. They can consume your free content, yes, but they will pay for access to you, deeper access to you inside of a course or membership. That doesn't necessarily mean one-on-one, although that's the highest level, right? You've got your free content, then you've got like maybe a course where they have, access to be able to ask questions under the videos and stuff and you can respond to those questions That's a little bit of access. Maybe in a membership there's live Q&As and, and a built-in community which we'll talk about in a second and that's, maybe they pay more for that because there's more access there. Then Maybe there's group coaching where they're part of 10 to 15 people in a small group where they really get to be known by you and that's even more access so they'll pay more for that and then there's one-on-one, the ultimate. They'll pay the most for that. Is it New knowledge or deeper secret knowledge that you're offering in those different levels, not necessarily, it's closer proximity to the person with the knowledge, which has the value because there is value to be able to then ask a question or have it applied directly to your circumstances. And so access is what they're paying for. And then finally, good courses and memberships offer community. This is what YouTube can't give us. YouTube, podcast, there's no community. It's just, this is the content. So you're still alone listening to me talk Right. But inside of a good course or membership, if there's a community element and there really should be, then you can interact with the other people who have paid to be there. We've all paid a ticket to be there because we bought the course or the membership, which says something about us. We're all in this together. We're all on a similar journey and we all value it enough to pay for it. And so now we can rub shoulders together and say, well, what are you struggling with? Or has anybody else bumped into this? And so now you're not even interacting with me, the course creator, you're interacting with each other. And there's value there. And that's not found in the free content. So you can see how, and this goes back to the first episode here of the law of authenticity. Your knowledge and your content is not the commodity. It's not the thing you're selling. It's you, it's you. People want to dive in deep with you. People want to dive in deeper with people who are like-minded and that you attract your other students who are like you. They want to go deeper with you. And they want you to show them a step-by-step, hand-holding, blueprint, minute-by-minute plan to get them from where they are to where they want to be. That's very different than a free piece of content. So as we wrap up this episode, I want you to fill in these blanks, basically, and I want you to kind of commit to these things. They're questions slash challenges for you, because I don't know where you are. I know you're busy, we'll talk about that uh, in an episode coming up, but I want you to take stock of your content strategy. How much content are you currently putting out? Could be YouTube videos, could be podcasts, could be articles, whatever, Facebook Lives, whatever. How much are you currently putting out? If it is not at least once a week, you need to ramp that up. It's gotta be at least once a week. If If you're doing once a week, And you can do more, even better. But at minimum, it's gotta be once a week. So I want you to assess how much and get it to at least once a week and commit to that. Two, I want you to assess the quality. I want you to be really honest with yourself. And I want you to look back at your content and say, is this teaser content? Is this fluff? Am I holding back because I'm afraid I won't have anything to sell in my memberships or courses? And if you feel like the answer is, yeah, I am holding back, I want you to let go. I want you to trust me and let go and commit to making the most incredible free content out there. Just share your best secrets. Share your best strategies. Share your best tips. Share what's working. Just share it all. Pull back the curtain. I want you to commit to a relentless pursuit of giving your best stuff away for free. And then third, if you have a product, courses or memberships, I want you to reframe what the true value of those courses and memberships are. I don't want you to just think that it's your your secret knowledge that you're selling anymore. I want you to reframe and look at it again and say, what what is it that I'm really selling in my course? Is it transformation? Because it better be. Is it access to me? on some level, because it better be. Is it community with other like-minded students? Because it better be. If you don't have a course, don't have a product, or you don't have any of those components in your courses or memberships, I want you to at least start to brainstorm how you can make the big selling point of your products those things instead of just the knowledge. If you're stuck, (laughs) or you're at the beginning and you're like, hey, I don't even know how to think about content or what content to make. Or I don't really understand this whole content marketing thing. How does that really work? How does it actually lead to sales? How are you running your business, Graham, where you're giving away your best stuff for free? Like how, what's the actual mechanics underneath that, underneath your automated passive income style online business? then I want to give you access to my free workshop. If you haven't already watched it, it's called How to Make Your First $1,000 a Month of Passive Income in Just 30 Minutes a Day. It is a 45 to 50-minute training. So register for it. You can watch it whenever you've got time, whenever. But it is so, so helpful. It breaks down the model that my businesses are both built off of. The four components you need to create a passive income style business. You can't you can't do it with three or two. or You have to have these four. Every passive income business has these four in some way, shape, or form. I break down the best people to sell to and how to sell to them automatically, how to build an automated money machine built around giving your best stuff away for free, and how to do it in 30 minutes a day because I know you're busy. It's absolutely free. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash workshop. GrahamCochran.com slash workshop and register for free is my gift to you. It's it's so valuable and so helpful. Again, look at what I'm doing here. I'm giving you my best stuff away for free. Not just in this podcast. Now I want to give you access to this workshop that I filmed. I'm, I'm, it's, the stuff I'm teaching you there is powerful stuff that I teach my paid students. I'm giving it to you for free. Why? Why do you think I'm doing this? Like Follow the meta lesson of what I'm doing right now because I'm trying to help grow my audience. I'm trying to build you into a loyal, engaged super fan. And I believe that if you truly get a ton of value out of this podcast, that workshop, all of it being free, all of it being my best stuff, that you might buy my paid stuff. But I also know that if you don't, you still win, I still win because The ultimate mission of my business is to impact the world and to educate, inspire, equip, empower ordinary people like you to impact the world through extraordinary businesses built off the biblical principles of selflessness and generosity. That's my mission. And that can happen whether you buy something from me or not. So if you're paying attention, you see this this meta lesson unfolding as we speak. So check out the workshop Learn my best stuff for free at grahamcochran.com slash workshop. And as always, thanks for listening. I'm honored to spend some time with you today. I know you have uh, a lot of things you could choose to do and that your time is super valuable. So it means a lot that you you spend it with me. And if you haven't already left a review on iTunes, I would love if you would leave me a review. Let me know what you think about this episode or the podcast in general. I will read every single one. It means a ton. Until next time, my friend, have a great week and I'll see you on another episode real soon.